You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Streets, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. down this is episode 52 52 of blue yonder maybe no that we it's got to come out this week right yeah i guess why does it have to because we're not doing another one between oh, now and friday right. <laughs> yeah 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 okay so yeah it's got to come out uh episode 52 of blue yonder as you could probably tell there's something really wrong with my voice oh yeah it it's sounds sexy. I have the freaking <laughs> plague courtesy of aaron hubbard who now, last week was sick. Hey, hey, I don't want to hear that, man. I, I don't see how you can pin it on me. Oh, what? I mean, okay. I didn't get within, like, what, six feet of you? You sat on a different chair. We didn't share. I mean... But like, you stared right at me and breathed right on me the whole time. Plus, when you stayed over last Saturday night, I, I snuck into your bedroom <laughs> and kissed you on the lips. Oh, God. You look so... Jesus. You look so sweet and vulnerable laying there on that... whatever. That's how I sleep, that, man. On that foam pad. That's how I sleep. I'm, I'm a sweet, sweet sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's kind of gross, and I'm, uh, I don't like that I know that. All right. Um, I, too, this is week two of the uh, uh, zombie plague that I've, re- that I've gotten. Um, now, my sinuses appear to be manufacturing wood glue. <laughs> awesome. And awesome. Uh, my throat feels like it's been seared. With a lump of char- charcoal. Well, see, this is I've all... I've got a bit of cough in my upper lobes. My yeah. upper lung lobes. I'm really going to try to control my uh, uh, my sinuses and voice and everything so that I'm not disgusting listeners while they're like, listening Unlike to the last cast. week. Yeah. We I did a couple <laughs> fake sneezes. Yeah, right. Those went pretty well. And, and make it sound like farm animals or something. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, this is actually good. This is good for us. We're getting all of our sickness out of the way, pre-packs. Damn straight. There will be no sicknesses coming back with us from packs, no. as there has been the last two times, courtesy of me. Right. Like, I have brought... It, you, you not just a plague. plague. I've brought back Ebola yeah. from PAX both times. You got the swine flu from, from Prime of I did, 09. absolutely. No and, doubt. And uh, you then proceeded to get... You got sick in, at East last year? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. It must have, you must have got sick when you got back. It was, because it, was, you were, it was on the way back, yeah. You were actually puny as hell leaving PAX Prime. I mean, you weren't up for a tour of the city. Oh, no, dude. I was knocked on my ass. Yeah, yeah. That was swine flu, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm getting it all out of the way this time pre-PAX. There will be no sickness coming back with me or going there. You've already beat it. I've beaten it. Yeah. My, my white blood cell count is up. Yeah. I'm going to feel solid. I just PAX. read something on Wikipedia that... Um, counterintuitively, the stronger your immune system is, the worse your cold symptoms are. Oh, because the cold, because the, the, yeah, the defense mechanisms are what cause you to have symptoms. That's what causes the mucus, what causes all the buildup in the lungs, is all the different, you know, white blood cells and pustules and antibodies, you know, amassing and dying. So I must have a strong as hell, I've got a fit, oh, a yeah. fucking fit immune system. Yeah. Because when I get a cold, I get a cold. But I'm like... Here's the other thing. It's like uh, we have different sick styles. I'm fairly stoic. Like if I'm not running 103-degree fever or peaking blood, <laughs> uh-huh. I my life goes on. You yeah. are on the other end of the spectrum. I totally curl up into a ball and yeah. want to do nothing. Like if, well, the, if something drips out of your nose, yeah. it's like you, you swoon and turn into M, M Sarah Week Baby. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the reason that normally happens is because I – Traditionally, I'm not a uh, Scientologist, but I traditionally don't medicate myself, <laughs> oh. or I medicate myself as little as possible. Why? So uh, because if the symptoms I just don't, of the cold are actually your immune system, they're unnecessary. Sure, sure, sure. Why wouldn't you suppress them? Because I don't feel like putting all the extra crap in my body. Okay, so you're more like a Christian scientist than a Scientologist. <laughs> Is that what they do? Yeah. Sure. I want to. Sure. I want to start a Scientologist Christian. It's like the opposite of the Christian scientists where like they're like any any crate any medical uh they they like do elective plastic surgery. That's how much they like science <laughs> and medicine. Okay. 
Like, like yeah. the, your baptism is a nose job. <laughs> so wow, yeah, that's uh, like the name of an album. I see that like, that cult is being kind of like the Repo Man. Um, th- that uh, or so where people are like stealing organs and grafting them and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking uh, the Sylvester Stallone movie. Uh, Demo Man? Demolition Man? Man. I was like, how is my cold anything like Demolition Man? Speaking of badasses, I got sucked into watching Get Carter this weekend. Oh, yeah. Not bad at all. Really? Like, it's a fairly badass role. It's got... um, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, but it's got the guy that plays Whiplash... Uh, the You Lose. Oh, uh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, it's got Mickey Rourke in it. Like, wow. a fairly normal looking, but beefed up Mickey Rourke. Huh. Like, he hadn't morphed into the <laughs> creepy, <laughs> long-haired, dreadlocked biker guy that he's played in every movie he's been in since that. Wow. Hmm. So. That was back in, like, the cliffhanger, uh, what was the cop movie? Copland? That, yeah, cop, is it, yeah, cop, copland. Copland. Yeah. That was that run of Sylvester Stallone movies. I think it was on a tail end because it was in the early 2000s. I don't know. Was it? I thought it was in the I 90s, love how we ne- we are unsure of any of our facts. Yeah. We do, we just deal in subjective opinion on Blue Yonder. <laughs> if you want cold hard facts, go somewhere else. We don't know yeah. when movies come out. We're not sure. No. You know, we, we'll talk about gameplay and get it wrong. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so you're bringing the thunder tonight. I did not feel like researching any topics. I think you're the man with the topics tonight. Well, first thing, as the listeners well know, I am leading the charge for research and tracking of all sex games. Sex games. And yeah. I came across a description of a controller that I think is just amazing. It's called the Kiss Controller. <laughs> that was okay. uh, basically developed by a couple of students. And they've hacked a Nintendo Wii controller and a Microsoft Kinect device. And they're... Okay, so one player... This is a bowling game, mind you. So it's a two-player controller. It's a two-player controller that controls one single player. Okay. And it's a bowling game. And one player wears a mouth guard with a sensor around (laughs) their mouth. And the other person uses Fixident, the denture cream cream to glue a rare earth magnet to the tip of their tongue. (laughs) And then the game is played by French kissing. Wow. And you control the direction of the ball and the speed, the velocity at which it hits the pins by your French kissing technique. I would have thought she would control the direction of the balls. Oh. <laughs> well, see, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Bad joke, sorry. Obviously, and you, you can't tell me because this looks like a man and woman team at like MIT or what what school? Well, this is obviously just a blatant reason to make out for a homework assignment, right? That's true. I mean, they got assigned their lab partner and they were like, you know, I'm going to make her make this controller with me. I've been thinking about it in my dorm room. Like, right. Yeah. But wouldn't this be an awesome add-on for the Kinect the sex game? I Absolutely. Mean, she, she takes a headgear, wears it like a thong, <laughs> and hello – You've got a you've got a uh, a game that's going to score your cunnilingus abilities. Yep. yep. So I think there's some definite uh, crossover wow. sex sex game appeal. Wow. Speaking of crossing over, we have crossed a line <laughs> in this cast. But um, I will post a link to this so you guys can see. I wish there was video of it. I really wish there was a video of it. Yeah, there are pictures that are. Uh, pretty astounding. Yeah. Like, you, I'm not actually sure what I'm seeing, but it's amazing. It's this guy making out with this fairly cute-looking Asian chick, and they're looking at the results of their bowling, and then they give each other a high five. <laughs> That's, the, like, the four part. It's like, okay. I do that shooting? after every time I make out. Yeah. Just a or, high five. Or every time I bowl. <laughs> Both, if, yeah. if I get a strike, you know, I'm going to stick my tongue down my girlfriend's throat and give her a high five. <laughs> wow. So I'm never going bowling with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you get the kisses for free. All you got to do is sweetly, <laughs> sweetly sleep asleep. over my house. Oh, boy. Yeah, Sweet fall, and vulnerable. Fall asleep at the Aaron house <laughs> and you get what's coming to you. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. I wish... I'm sharing a hotel with this man at PAX East. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do I got here? Man. That's it. That's the cast. Thanks, guys. Well, what sucks is I'm trying. I'm managing all this in my BlackBerry again, and I was. I'm, I, I thought I was going to bring my laptop tonight, so I'd actually be able to like look up stuff and have my notes. But no, no, not happening. Um, so anyway, I'll post a link to that Kiss controller so you can check it out. I think it's pretty cool. 
Um, but again, yeah, it's an elaborate way for these guys to make out and get 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 credit at, <laughs> at their tech school for yeah. it. Um, our forums kind of exploded with uh, people yakking about comic book movies this week. And mm-hmm. I was really hoping Peter would be here tonight because I know you give one and a half shits about most things comic <laughs> books. Eh, well, I just – I'm not experienced with them at all. Well, I'm going to list that because, like, I, I started thinking because, you know, what I, what do I like to do? I like to I like to rank stuff. So I was trying to think, you know, people were talking about their subjective opinions on films. I'm trying to think what are the greatest superhero films of all time. Mm. And I came to the conclusion that the top three are – held by movies that were released within the last two years i think on top Ooh, really on top you've got dark knight one notch below hmm. that is iron man and one notch below that's the watchman and oh see i don't think the watchman is nearly as good as like the original superman like really? I, I love that movie yeah well i love the movie too but i mean and, and here's the thing i almost could reverse that order just for my opinion because the dark knight was the one like the dark Knight? i saw iron man and the dark knight like weeks apart mm-hmm. and i was blown away by iron man and how much fun it was yeah but yeah. the dark knight just seemed like it was kind of better from a quality like acting and everything but the dark but the iron man is more fun mm-hmm. i'll say as i've watched the dark knight more that movie doesn't hold up as well for me it seems like hmm. there's a lot of plot holes with the joker and it's it's very inception like that it seems like it's very deep <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of things going on but then the more you watch it, it's more like hey wait a minute what the hell yeah whereas iron man continues to be fun um huh. where and the watchman the more and more i watch that not only is it maybe the possibly gr- still to this day greatest demo disc for a a, a kick-ass blu-ray uh hd tv dv or tv combo mm-hmm. um especially the scene at the beginning where uh ozzy mandeus throws the comedian through the, the the window oh yeah that looks fucking awesome that's very cool in 1080p mm-hmm. but it also is you know very complex and kind of holds it together and is very watchable like i found myself putting on several times in the last few months just as like mm-hmm. background noise and getting sucked you know working on a project and then getting sucked into pieces yeah parts of it like i always get sucked into um, the Dr. Manhattan sequences, anything that's told from his point of view, from like his origin story, mm-hmm. I get sucked into that. I like the new Night Owl sequences. So, yeah. Um, so those are my top three. And you think Superman, the original Superman, uh-huh. the Donner Superman is better? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know what it is about like those older superhero movies. There's just something about it. Like I even like uh, – was it the old Spider-Man, like the series and stuff? I oh, love that God. stuff. Um, that stuff not the Electric awesome. Company Spider-Man where he talked like wah, 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 wah. You remember that? No. Like there used to be a counter – as a counterpart to like Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers, there was a, th- a show called The Electric Company that was like oh, – so, so Mr. Rogers and, and Sesame Street are pitched at like – Right below school age children, uh-huh. preschool children. Yeah. The electric company was pitched to like grade school company. Is it, was it animated? No, man. It was. It had some animated things, but it's the hey, you guys, you don't remember this? You seriously uh, don't remember the electric company? Maybe I don't know. It's, Are you talking about like Fat Albert? And no, 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 no. Oh. Although did Spider Man was Spider Man on Fat Albert? Was no, that some kind of crossover no, I saw? No. <laughs> um. I mean, Mushmouth wore a mask, or at least a, a hat pulled down over his head. I don't know what you're talking about, man. This electric company thing is lost on me. Well, anyway, one of their recurring skits is they had a live-action Superman that was, like, told in comic book strip form. Like, mm, he would he no. would move around in a frame, and he'd have thought bubbles above his head like a comic. And when he was talking, he, it, it came across as wah, 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 wah. And you'd have to read the thought bubbles that were really basic. It was encouraging oh, gotcha. you to read. Yeah, yeah. But he'd shoot webs and do all – it was, like, freaking cool. Huh. No, but I, I remember I remember the 70s-style yeah. Superman. Yep. Live that, action. Yeah. Uh, that was super cool. Showed him like climbing like skyscrapers. Yep, yep. He swung on webs. Absolutely. I think I'm gonna have to bit torrent that because in my mind it looks really cool, but I bet it's cheesy as hell. Oh, I bet so. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in years, so it's probably cheesy as crap. But whatever. and I remember there was very the Spider Man. He spent most of his time as Peter Parker. Yeah, like you get yeah. maybe ten minutes of Spider Man throughout the whole movie. I just remember for some reason him walking through like. A lot of hotel lobbies. Yeah. And then changing in the elevator uh-huh. into Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it was with Spider-Man and hotel lobbies, but he loves them. 
Right. Peter Parker looking for news in hotel lobbies. And he also did a lot of ground-level web work. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, he'll swing yeah. from a tree. Like, you'll see him <laughs> web up and then swing across, <laughs> like, swing a stretch from... of dirt to yeah. a tree. You know, it's like, huh, why wouldn't he just run? <laughs> it's faster to swing. Couldn't there, afford right? a safety net or stuntman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to have to, have to like those. Because there's two I of like them, the I think. Hulk, too. Oh, the yeah. The Hulk series, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, the David Banner. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, well, I, that's that's pretty cool. I actually had Superman 2, the Richard Donner Superman 2, as Ooh. number six on my list. Yeah, Superman 2 is awesome. Because, again, I think it goes Dark Knight, Neo Iron Man, before Zod. Watchman, uh, Chancellor Valorum. I have no <laughs> confidence in your ability to beat Kal-El. Uh, Batman Begins, number four. Uh, X-Men 2, then Superman 2. And that's a near thing because, like, the original Superman rounds out my top ten. Because I think that's up until Spider-Man and X-Men came out. It was the perfect superhero movie up until the Otis theme kicks in. Mm. You know, the (laughs) wah, 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 wah. And this fat, greasy fucker is walking down a subway tunnel into Luther's lair. <laughs> it's like that, that the whole movie just went off the rails at that point. Yeah. But until then, yeah, really good. Interesting thing is I actually like Richard Pryor so much that oh, I just enjoy watching him on the screen. And what is it for? Three, three. or four? Superman three? three. Okay. Where they've like got the missile or whatever that they're trying to fire off. I Superman three didn't crack my list of great superhero films, but it, it yeah. is entertaining as hell. It is. And I, like I said, I love Richard Pryor. Plus I so. love when he's like when they show him hacking, like one of the things they show is the the walk don't walk signs actually like switching on and off and they actually fight so the don't walk guy comes up and kicks the walk guy's ass what you don't remember no that? i don't remember yeah like he was hacking the signals of the city and it was like showing walk don't walk walk and there's people on the street like they're walking or don't they're like getting back and but then they showed a close-up of the sign switching back and forth and then the don't walk guy the little red don't walk guy climbed up into the white the white walk guy and kicked his beat him <laughs> beat his ass down that's crazy, man. Yeah, he said, don't walk, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, so that didn't crack my top 20, but... No, it shouldn't. Um, so I have... Uh, ba- so Dark Knight, Iron Man, Watchmen, Batman Begins. I have a feeling X2. if Peter were here, he'd more staunchly defend Spider-Man and X-Men movies, uh, X1 and 2. Yeah, I don't know that he Spider-Man would say 2. that they're better than the top four. I can't believe he'd say they're better than the top four. And then... The number five is is X two, which I know for a fact he doesn't think is better than than X one. If he mm-hmm. wants to say X one is better than Superman two, I think you and I both fight him. If he wants to say that, he better come on the cast and say That's it. Right? <laughs> better find his damn parking space and get on the cast. Um, and then here's Blade. I actually have Blade before X one. Uh, Blade's not bad. I like Blade. I mean, I didn't. I don't know anything about his actual comic book history, mm-hmm. but the the movie's fun. Is, is fun, and Wesley Snipes is a badass. badass which yeah. Did we even get around to mentioning him think in the Badass cast? Him. Nope. Major omission. As yeah. soon as I get Badass HQ up and running, I got to I got to rectify that. Um, because for those movies alone and his role as, uh, a credible villain against Sly Stallone and Demolition Man, he should get some <laughs> badass cred, you know? Sure. What about Dark Man? Where do you rank Dark Man? I know I didn't, <laughs> didn't crack my list. It didn't? No. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, hey, I, I, a confession. Haven't seen it. Are you kidding me? Right. So I don't know if it's you're... It's basically Mummy Man. Like it's this guy who gets horribly disfigured. Well, and... it is from a comic book, right? It's like a... It's oh, like I think a, so. Yeah. It's yeah. like a Dark Horse comic. Yeah. So I, I've only ever seen the movie though, but I've seen it like a whole bunch of times when I was a kid. They played it on like USA Today every other right every other hour on the hour right. Um, so Batman Begins X two Superman two Blade. Then I have the original X Men. Then I have Superman Returns, and then the original Superman. So where would hmm. you like if you would you bump Superman above X one X Men one? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I like X Men One a lot. This no, is I'd, prob- I'd, pro- I'd probably. I'd probably. Well, <laughs> I haven't thought about this at all. Right, you right. Just no. told me about this topic tonight. Right. Um, I would probably bump Watchmen off the top three and put Superman up there, um, in its place. Ooh, but then although I'm not sure. So where which- would you put Watchmen? Did you not care for it at all? 
No, I liked it. I felt that the ending just fell flat to me. Like, they could have done so much more with that ending. Boy, don't ever read the original comic book it, version. Because uh, of the squid. Th- yeah, yes. I've heard of the horrible yeah, squid thing. Which but. some people were offended that they changed it. And, yeah. and like, Staff and I, we were reading, uh, we were going back and forth, on the, and that's on the forums. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I definitely agree, that I actually was one of the, the heretics that read the graphic novel after I read the movie, saw the movie. And sure. number one, I thought that the art is surprisingly bad. Huh. Very, and I don't know if that was a stylistic choice, Heretic. but yeah, the art. I think the art was was kind of bland and not dynamic, and I thought that the ending was just hokey as hell. Bland and not dynamic, kind of like me tonight. Yeah, <laughs> or the cast as a whole. It's, it's a yeah. microcosm. Awesome. So, where would you think Watchmen falls in the top ten? Uh. It's got to be below both of the X-Men's for me. Well, both wow. of the good X-Men's, obviously. So, obviously, below um, Superman 2, below all below the Batman, below the original Iron Man. Um, Batman Begins, I I like it, but I wasn't such a huge fan of it. Um, it got a little too crazy, I think, with the train shit. And, like, mm. it just got crazy at the end, right? Like, Ra's al Ghul, like, jumps in with his 600 dudes and... It's fighting Batman in his mansion. And, and they're dousing the fear gas. And, yeah, it just got yeah. a little crazy. Although the, the Scarecrow was awesome in that. Yeah. Um, but I, So it might go above. Uh, Watchmen might go above Batman Begins. All right. So basically all you would do is you take my list and you would move Superman above a Batman Begins and the Watchmen. I might actually bump Superman above the original Iron Man 2. Whoa. Yeah. The wow. original Iron Man 2. The original Iron Man also. Uh, yeah. That could get confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Not Iron Man 2. It comes quite uh, down below that. The wow. original Iron Man 2. They're doing See, Iron I actually have Superman slightly above Iron, Iron Man 2 because I, on balance, I thought Iron Man mm. 2 was good. It just, I thought it was a lot worse than the first one, to be honest. I, I, I agree. However, the misstep with how they portrayed Otis and, to a lesser extent, Lex mm. Luthor, yeah. making him to be a bumbling, idiot, evil real estate tycoon. Well, you're talking about Superman 2. I'm talking about the original No, I'm Superman. talking about Superman. I'm talking about Superman. Superman 2 doesn't have that problem because you actually have a credible villain, Zod. I think Superman oh, 2 is the best yeah, Superman okay. film of all time. Because okay. they've got villains that can actually challenge Superman. Yeah, yeah. And the effects for the time were, were hot. Yeah, I've been thinking of Superman 2 the entire time I've been saying Superman. Okay. So, Superman 2. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's much better than Superman 1. Yeah, Superman 1, I think, is a great superhero film. It just completely loses a shit at that moment that you yeah. introduced to Luthor and his, his crony. Okay. Which so. I think Gene Hackman is an amazing Lex Luthor. I think he's. I did too. I just think that the 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 script let him down. Sure, sure. Although, I mean, you've always got Lex Luthor with these bumbling idiot sidekicks. Like, if even if you look at Superman Returns, they kept that tradition up. He's that's got because bumbling he, idiot sidekicks. That's because he was a Miss Tessmock. That's because he was trying to continue the Richard Donner universe, okay. which I thought not a bad idea. But they should have. And, and Spacey was a, had a little bit more of an edge to him. Mm-hmm. I thought Hackman was great too. I, I wasn't crazy about him wearing wigs, you know. <laughs> what? I mean, Lex Luthor's bald. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, and 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 in this one, he's wearing a wig. Gene yeah. Hackman's wearing a wig, and I don't know. But yeah, Superman two. So you, 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 I'm 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 on board with that. I've got Superman two as the fifth best, sorry, sixth best film of all time. But I could easily not nudge it up above X two. I so, wouldn't put it above any of the Batman. Yeah, so my top three would be Dark Knight, Superman two, um, and Iron Man. All right, I could I could get on board with that. Um, so then I got Superman. I actually had Superman Returns better than Superman, just because again they didn't screw up Lex Luthor was so bad. Then Iron Man two because I see Superman Iron Man two is almost neck and neck. They're both quality takes on the hero, but flawed in that the villains were not quite as good and hmm. the plot wasn't quite as tight. It felt like it wasn't kind of going anywhere. How how many did you list off here? Did you get to like a top 50 or something? No, no, no. I got oh, So you so, didn't get the Hulks in there. <laughs> um, that's a good point because I know I admitted the... Um, I actually have a lot of affection for Batman Returns, mm. oh, the, okay. the the yeah. Catwoman sure. Penguin take penguin, because I yeah. think the take on the Penguin was really awesome. Danny DeVito, man, He's and it had uh, Pee Wee Herman. Do you remember that? He Paul played, Rubens. He yeah, Paul Rubens played 
the father of the penguin in the flashback sequence. Whoa. No, I don't remember That's, that. That is Pee Wee Herman, and he, it's 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 hysterical. That's some trivia right there. He eats the scenery up, man, because he's like, <laughs> when he sees it, he like takes yeah. a big drink and drops his glass. And uh, Plus, it's just so dark, man. That little baby, they have him in oh, that dark yeah. little crib and like a... Like, like, was it a cat or a bird wanders over to the cage and it eats it? Like, you just see blood and feathers flying out of that thing? Tim Burton is a <laughs> yeah. maniac. Yeah, he is. So it's like, I, that should belong somewhere on the list. Maybe even as high as X1. Wow. X-Men 1. Wow. Um, Michael Keaton was a decent Batman. He wasn't a bad... Well, I mean, only because we've had some really shit True, true. We had Val Kilmer who... I didn't like very much. Then we had no. George Clooney, who I thought was terrible. He could have been a good Batman, but the script was ridiculous. <laughs> well, of course. I, I mean, mean, George Clooney is almost Batman. <laughs> in real life. Yeah. All he needs he, is a utility he's belt. He's the millionaire he's playboy. He's Bruce Wayne for damn sure. Oh, for damn sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you give him, like, a bunch of gadgets and utility belt, he could be Batman. And that that's kind of a shame. It's, it's the same way... Uh, Pierce Bronson could have been one of the best. Pierce Brosnan, man. You always call him Bronson. <laughs> I can't pronounce people's names right. It's it's my curse for having an unpronounceable last name myself <laughs> yeah. that no one ever can. I just go, when I go to a restaurant and check in, I just check in as Mr. Smith. Smith. Because else it's just asking some 18-year-old blonde to spell my yeah. crazy-ass German name wrong. Hubbard's not that hard. <laughs> and I don't think it's Germany. You know, I'm going to start going as Hubbard. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um... Hubbard's actually a Scientologist name uh, from that rich tradition. Um, so that belongs there in the list, maybe as high as X1. Um, I also left off. Um, shit, what did I also leave off? Go, um, well, I'll just go through and finish after the rest of my list. So I got Iron Man 2, Daredevil, the director's cut, um, which I actually really liked until I saw the no, Rift Tracks version. Yeah. Because they, like, every part that I enjoyed about the movie, they destroyed it for me. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But the director's cut is actually not a bad bad deal. Um, and I got, like, Blade 2 II and 3, and then the 2004 version of Punisher, not the Dolph Lundgren version. Where do you put uh, The Phantom? Uh, or Ghost Rider? Not, not on the list. <laughs> not, They're not. all the rest. The rest. Like yeah. the original Fantastic Four. Oh. Ugh. Not the remake with um, Jessica oh, okay. Alba and the S.H.I.E.L.D. guy, Michael Chiklis. Wow, I don't think I've seen the original. The the old one with the Red Skull, Play-Doh looking Red Skull villain that they made in the early oh, 90s. What about the original Captain America made in the Same, 90s? no. That's not. That's in the rest. <laughs> um, oh, you know, the other thing, um, Hellboy. I actually like Hellboy, Hellboy 1 oh, yeah. quite a bit better than Hellboy 2. It needs to be up there maybe a, somewhere around the Superman Returns level. What about uh, Kick-Ass? Yeah, but is that a, yeah, it is a comic, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I've never read the comic, um, and I didn't see that as a comic book film. In my mind, it's not a comic book film. What about Scott Pilgrim? Oh, Wow. Damn. Is, is he a Scott superhero? Scott Pilgrim's got to be up in the top five. It's got to be. I it's mean, a, that's, that's like sure my comic. favorite comedy movie now. It's a for like, sure comic, but again, I, I don't see that as a comic book film. Well, but it's not it's like a superhero like the Walking film. Dead. We're talking about superhero films, right? Yes, he's, there you he's go. He's not really Let's a keep it, superhero. Yeah, there you go. Just, there you go. His world is that kind of world. Because yeah, then you'd have to open up The Walking Dead. I don't see that as a yeah, comic yeah. book, even mm-hmm. though it is. So, yeah, let's keep it to superheroes. Because, yeah, Scott Pilgrim would have to be up there. Um, uh, so, but there's a lot like, yeah, Ghost Rider, Jonah Hex. Uh, I just didn't give. All right. I feel like at this point we're just naming off random comic book movies. We should probably move on. Yeah. But so you think that's for for a good top 10, Dark Knight, Iron Man, Watchmen, Batman Begins, X2, Superman 2, Blade, original X-Men, and Superman? Well, okay. Let me throw this in the mix. What about the original Batman movie? Uh... (laughs) No, I don't like. I don't like as well as Batman Returns. It's really, really good if you're looking for satire. Like if if it is a satire, Whoa, not in fact serious. Satire? Oh, I think oh, it's oh, satire. Adam West. Yes, the Adam West. Batman. Adam West version of Batman. Okay, I think that is way high up there. That might even make my top three. Like it is such a good satire. If in fact it's satire, it's, I can't even tell. It's so hard to put on the list. It's like trying to put the last action hero on. <laughs> yeah, the I was thinking list. about that too. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not a serious take on the material, but as its own, I mean, it, you're right. As when in, you're talking about satires, mm-hmm. it's got to be in the top five all time satires. I would think so. Yeah. 
I mean, right up there with like this is Spinal Tap and Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, yeah, right it's, it's really good. Um, so I'm happy with that top ten list. We'll see if that generates some more, you know, nerd rage on the, the forums. Probably. I'm saying there's awesome. nerd rage. There's a lot of people arguing the merits of, and it's so funny what people debating, not arguing. Yeah, what how how people take um, different views. And I got to say, the only film I see coming out in the next year. Because that's their whole. That's why I wanted to bring this up. There's only one film coming out in the next year. The one that I see threatening <laughs> to crack the top ten uh-huh. is Captain America. Yeah, not R- Thor. Thor looks Thor. like shit. Yeah, uh, which I might, I might change my mind on this. But Thor Maybe. is a is a shitty character in my opinion, and it looks like a bad film. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern looks like it could be epically bad. Like, so bad it's good, maybe kind of bad. Like, Batman any, and Robin bad. <clears throat> are there any, uh, like, twin superhero movies? Well, you could have the Wonder Twins from the Super Friends. All right, because I'm thinking, like, we need, uh, before they get too old or die, we need to get uh, Nick Nolte and Gary Busey into a twins role <laughs> as superheroes. That would be amazing. I think they're already two. One of them well, might be dead. Do you have proof wait. that they're both still alive? <laughs> I know Gary Busey is alive. <laughs> I've seen him recently. I've talked to him. Uh, it might be a simulacrum or, you know, an android because that skin. <laughs> Do you remember seeing him? On, he was on the roast inexplicably of that. Who's that redneck comic? Jeff Foxworthy? Jeff Foxworthy. He wow. was on the roast of Jeff Foxworthy for no damn good reason and Ooh. was funny as hell, but also like. Crazy. Yeah, part of the, the reason it was so funny is he was saying these things and you didn't know, like, how much of yeah. it was he was in on the joke for. Yeah. And he'd swing in his wild, angry thing, but <laughs> then turn into a joke, and it's just everybody's kind of on edge, which yeah. is brilliant. That's how he is, man. I yeah. think that's just Gary Busey. Did you ever see his reality show? Oh, yeah. I'm with Busey. I've seen a couple. Fucking amazing. I kind of want to get the whole season. Yes, you should. Because I've seen a few of it, and it was inspired. Dude, he takes this kid to a a storage, uh, like a storage locker area. Where he's going to, where he's got a (laughs) coffin full of ice bags that he's going to freeze his body when he dies. And he tasks this kid with filling the ice buckets, like, every so often. He's like, you got to come back here. You got to change my ice, because I do not want to thaw. So he's one of those Alcor Phoenix organizations, like exactly, wants to be yeah. frozen. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't want him coming back. To be honest, was he serious? I, that's the thing. I don't know, man. Like, I don't like know how much of that was performance art and him just taking a piss, and you how much can of never it just tell. him being crazy. I can never tell with that guy, man, because he's self aware enough that like he's obviously in on some of the joke, uh-huh. and he's so out there. <laughs> you're right. It's like you don't know. Yeah. Oh man, he's like my grandfather. I've talked about him on the cast before, and he's a, a character. But he's one of those dudes that you can never quite tell if he's joking or not, too, because mm-hmm. he's like always delivering stuff and is over the type hyperbole. Mm-hmm. And like every once in a while, you'd really piss him off, and it's like because you were taking something he was being dead serious about as a joke. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah, I could see like if you were Gary Busey's personal assistant, oh. your life would be hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you never know what freaking windmill to tilt at for real and which one he's going to be like, you you know. I'd be wearing, like, football gear at all times (laughs) because he attacks people. He's like uh, Kato from the old Pink Panther movies. Yeah. He jumps out of closets and attacks you with brooms. Right, right. Shit, like, you'd have to be fearing for your life the entire time. (laughs) How do we get on – oh, you want to – Plus, he's a martial arts expert, right? He's got a lot of training in martial arts. Is he? Yeah. How he's much not, of it he's does not he an still expert. remember? Well, how I much mean, of it can he still do? Like, how much of it's in his head? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, he just know. said he's, he's, he's uh, you know, a master of Busey Foo or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, so Thor can't crack the list. No, God. Greenlander no. can't crack the list. Nope. Green Hornet, nope. Um, but Captain America's got a shot. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the, the, I don't know. There's a new there's a new Spider-Man that we both I I think we both agree looks like shit. There's a new Avenger. I actually think the superhero movies are heading towards jumping to Sharkville. Yeah. Like there's two when there was one really awesome one coming out a year and people mm-hmm. were excited, but there's not that many geeks that like comic book movies. You have to make good ones that everybody will How like. About Cowboys versus Aliens. Uh, <laughs> you know, but there's people whose respect opinions I respect they're excited to see it. Mad Brew is excited I, to I see that it, movie. Man, it just it smacks to me of commercialism. Like just 
let's put the biggest stars we can find into this movie about like based on a comic and see what the geeks do see if they eat it up maybe i don't know maybe there's some passion into like being poured into it but i don't see it well while we're on the topic because this actually kind of segues with the other topic i want to talk about since i have to bring all the thunder all the thunder you know, usually we bring three topics and we pick the, the, the strongest survive. Well, this time I brought my three topics and they all had to be pushed into service. Yeah. There's a couple that are like 4F and they wouldn't have survived. They wouldn't have got through the draft, but they're being pressed into service. Um, have you seen the new the uh, trailer that came out for the new Zombie Island? Yes, Dead Island or Dead whatever I- it's called. What did you, wait, I- wait, wait. There's For the game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one that was like told backwards in time with the little girl. Yeah, I think it's called it. Dead Island. Um, what did you think of that? Because we talked about zombies kind of jumping the shark. I was not impressed and I'm kind of a pussy. Like I can be strongly moved by Uh books, film, TV commercials, video games, but I don't know whether these things were all in the uncanny Valley or what, but I did not feel a damn thing like sadness, despair, horror. And like all these people like Felicia day was losing her shit. Matt brew. Who he has a daughter that's about that age. Maybe that's what got him. Oh, that could be, yeah. I mean, Mad Bruce shot at people to try to, you know, <laughs> in, in service of his country. He's not a one to feel emotional about anything. And he said he was moved. And I just didn't feel anything. I was, I, it had had a lot of hype with me going into it. Yeah. Like I had kind heard, like the arcade, oh my God, this is amazing. Like the arcade fire video that had people weeping. And that by the time I loaded it up, I'm like, what? arcade fire video yeah the one that they that was like geotagged aware and it was a flash animation and it actually used it would it was it incorporated bits like um street level views of your hometown huh. wherever you said you lived and then your hometown as a child and it would do and it was like this like really sentimental and almost like used huh. your your life that's pretty cool idea. it was cool that's an and awesome like idea. May, i don't know maybe if you had a better childhood it would get you, you know <laughs> or you're at a place that had some history or something yeah it was like for me show... it just showed taco bell yeah you're like what the fuck it's an inside of a taco bell yeah it's showing downtown mooresville and greenfield and i'm like these places are hell holes yeah i wish i was someplace cool yeah, what if you lived in, like, Flint, Michigan? Like, that's <laughs> Gary, not a video I want to no, watch. No, no, Gary, Indiana. Gary, and oh, man. In fact, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to put in for my two – for my current <laughs> hometown, and my, I'm going to put in Flint, Michigan, Flint, Michigan, and Gary, Indiana <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to come up with the most depressing arcade fire video of all time. Nice. <laughs> then post that. Like, record it and post it as a YouTube video. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Um, no, I was, so I was underwhelmed by this Dead Island video because it had been so hyped. Right. By the time Um, you saw it. But it, it wasn't, it didn't have like totally no effect on me, but I didn't feel like this really strong reaction to it. Like most people were, um, that said, I do think that the game actually looks pretty cool. Like apparently you're on this Island, you're fighting off zombies and, uh, you don't have like guns and stuff like that. You're just. It's more or less doing hand-to-hand combat with zombies. Whatever weapons you can find are cobbled. Kind of, yeah. um, what's that, uh, the uh, thing set in the mall, Dead Rising? Is that Dead Rising? Uh, Dead Rising? Dead Rising. I think so. It's where you're, man- yeah. you're you can, but you have all the weapons or stuff you have to assemble from what you got. Yeah. And is it kind of, is it MMO-ish? No. Uh-uh. Oh, is it single? It's Is it multiplayer at all? Uh, I think the first game was only multiplayer. I think the second one might have, uh, or oh. the first game was only single player. Second oh, one might have multiplayer. Is this actually a sequel? Uh, there, this is not a sequel to Dead Rising, no. There's no, a Dead okay. Rising 2. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the Island film. No, Dead Rising, or Dead Island, I don't think has any relation to Dead Rising. Okay, at I'm all. confused. I've confused my, I guess I've confused myself. I'm saying in this, this Dead Island, <laughs> uh, that's what we're calling it. It's probably not the right name. Yeah, of course, the, the Blue Yonder tradition, we know nothing about video yeah. games. It's called Zombie Racetrack in reality. <laughs> what? It's called Zombie Mario Kart 3D. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, yeah. I, is it multiplayer? Cause oh, I, fuck. I don't know. Okay, because reading the coverage, I couldn't tell if it was co-op. That was a super, superfluous F-bomb. <laughs> didn't really need to go in there but there you go listeners have that yeah enjoy enjoy <laughs> taste it yeah um yeah I, I couldn't tell if it was multiplayer co-op uh it looked single player to me but, i can uh, hear staff typing yeah <laughs> a form response you dumbasses yes, correcting <laughs> our fucking ignorance on yeah. this topic and i think uh it'd be neat if they put a portal gun into it in multiplayer <laughs> <laughs> yeah but man how are they going to control the death match if everybody's got portal guns and, I don't know, z- man. and they're all zombies 
don't um, know. All right. But this kind of segs into my next topic. I was wanting to talk about horror because uh, I saw a Slashdot article. I know I still read Slashdot. It's pathetic. But I saw a Slashdot article uh, talking about the psychology of horror and video games. And mm-hmm. I was trying to think that, like, okay, I'm a weird case in that I love reading horror and literature. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really big into the Cthulhu mythos and, like, some Edgar Allan Poe. And um, I like reading the – like, I think – one of the most memorable experiences I've had. I have two memorable experiences. Reading, uh, when I discovered a Project Gutenberg, the first thing I read was Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. I'd never read it before. I read it in the middle of the night, um, and it creeped me the hell out to the fact I couldn't actually sleep, but I loved reading it. Hmm. Um, I And did, Twilight. No. <laughs> uh, I, I want <laughs> to talk, talk about, about that in the, in the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other experience, uh, when I used to go spelunking a lot, and yeah. I stayed in Buckner's Cavern with a, a crew of six guys, I stayed up late and I read by candlelight Stephen King's The Stand. And that... <laughs> in a cave? In a cave. <laughs> Bad move. Bad move. That what are you doing? was creepy as hell, too. That's like reading The Descent in a I, cave. <laughs> I know, but it's like, it was a really cool experience. So I like that experience. I dislike horror films. I can watch them, but I usually watch them with like my arms crossed, tight lipped, and I'm kind of like yeah. pissed and tense yeah. the whole time because everyone's being dumbasses. Well, yeah, we've talked a little bit about that yeah. on our um, short-lived zombie drill site, but yeah, like that bothers me. But I also just think that there, it, it it triggers this fight or flight response in me, mm-hmm. and like horror-based video games, I can't handle that shit at all. No, like if I can play something like Doom. Three, which is a very low grade horror uh, 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 horror game, with the lights on, the sound off in broad daylight. If I played with the lights off, with headphones on, by myself in a dark house, I, I, I probably couldn't get past like the intro where there's no scary things at all. It's just so tension. you're you're a little girl. I'm a pussy when it comes to that stuff. Why is that? I mean, well, you, you on the other hand. Nothing bothers you. Have you ever been scared playing a video game in your life? Yeah, one time. Uh, and I've, I've related this story in Power Play. Uh, it's the Silent Hill adventure. You know, everyone says, and that came up again and again in a slash-up discussion, Silent Hill, Silent mm-hmm. Hill. Well, with me, it was like, I, I won't explain the whole thing, but really quickly, basically, I was playing the game, I heard a creepy noise outside, and I was done. I shut it off. Um, that was the one and only time that I've ever been really genuinely scared playing video games. It was that scary. Or watching a movie This game is that fucking scary? Uh, no. I think it was a coincidence of a sound effect and the fact that I was playing at one in the morning, the lights off, everybody in the house was asleep. Like, I I think it was scenario and, like, a coincidence with sound effects that just triggered something. Can you remember what was happening in the game? What happened? Yeah, I was in a school. Go go back and listen to the power play, people. But I was in in a school, like an elementary school. this is actually... And I heard a baby cry from where? From outside my window, so I thought. It must have been a cat. Because I heard... I remember one time hearing... I swore it was a baby crying. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounded just like a baby crying to where I actually got up and went out into the porch and was a f- two cats. Wow. Like, I couldn't tell if they're fighting or fucking, but it sounded exactly maybe, like a newborn baby crying. I don't know. So, the Anyway, I don't want to go into this all over again. There's no point. We've already talked about it. Um, but yeah, I, which most power, horror which, movies which do power, Which me. power play was that? I might listen to it when I get home. Uh, episode 9 called Oh, the Horror. Oh, really? Yep. Um... The the one other thing That's a huge fan as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, right. Which episode? I don't remember that. Um It's so scary I just stayed the hell away. The scariest movie I've ever seen is probably The Shining. Like that builds so much tension. Wow. And I, I'm getting the impression from you that you don't think it was scary at all. No, I will say that it was scary, but not by I mean, like I was even more afraid by the haunting. Do you remember that the Liam uh, Nil- that Liam Nil- wasn't it Liam Nielsen? See, I don't that that super like supernatural stuff. The supernatural shit doesn't scare me because I don't believe any of it's real. Well, like, I don't believe any of it's real either, jackass. I know, but scary. like, but I like really don't even consider that anything like that could possibly. But the ever had supernatural shit in it. So why did you not think it really? Scary? It was all him being crazy. Oh, I see. I thought I took it from that the house itself was evil. And there was some kind of power manifestation there, which gave the little boy power. I, I saw that all as being kind of supernatural. Hmm. 
that yes, he was going Maybe. crazy, but it was some kind of evil forces within within the house and with that's the, possible. his boy having the shining. I don't know. So, so that's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Because it seems to me like because gore doesn't do it. Gore just kind of pisses no, me off. Yeah. But like really creepy settings and stuff do. Yeah. So I'm um, showing you that really well. Gore, like I absolutely love a good gory film. Like that's part of. Like, one of the main reasons I like zombie films so much, because it's gore-tastic. What did you think of The Human Centipede? Uh, I did not like it at all. Because I've heard a lot of people have been turned off by it, and they, like, went there as thrill-seekers. Was it bad? Was it, was, did it, it was bad. Did it disgust you? Um, no, not really. Really? Because uh, they don't ever actually show anything too horrific. They show, great, they show, like, people's mouths on people's asses, but, like... That's having, not that taking shits into them, right? But but you never see that kind of stuff. That's because their right? mouth is on their ass. Exactly. So you're not getting you like, to get this... like a 3D. Or supposed to hook them up to like a uh, or sitting in a uh, uh, cat scan, <laughs> so you can actually see <laughs> yes, the feces yes, in through the mouth and all yes. that. Uh, no, but I mean, how? Okay, that's the problem with it, right? How do you effectively show? This really disgusting thing that you're going for. Well, you can't. You have to hint at it. Well, don't you think and that And you that... can't hint at that effectively because it's just people, like, wriggling around uh, at that point. Like, you can't tell what's going on at all. See, I, I heard it was pretty horrible for that very reason because, you know, they, they some people say that, like, things are more erotic or titillating like, sure. when it's just hinted at. And yeah, and it's scarier if you don't actually show the monster. Because like, your mind makes up something mm-hmm. worse. Um, yeah. So you didn't find that at all to be the case. No, I, I found it was too understated. Um, I had some really weird because I'm I'm a, basically a horror film virgin. I don't I've, I found that very early on that I don't like them. There's a couple I can stand. Action films yeah. like you know The Predator and with this we kind of covered this, but for new listeners, um, I can stand The Predator because that was a monster against um, capable, intelligent, well armed people. <laughs> I don't even really consider that horror. No, it's honest. an action film. Yeah. And same thing with Aliens. Um, yeah. I yeah. don't count Shaun of the Dead because it's funny. Sure. And I also don't count, like, Army of Darkness, to a lesser extent, uh, Evil Dead 2, because mm-hmm. it's so yeah. off the wall and screwball. Yeah. Same thing with, like, Brain Dead, Peter Jackson's Brain Dead. It's not scary, <laughs> yeah. it's ludicrous. Sure, absolutely. So there's, so that I don't consider that, but everything else I don't like. But what, what, what I noticed about The Walking Dead, which was very tough for me to watch, because it had genuine dread and tension in it, mm-hmm. um, I don't dream, listeners. I mean, I know I dream. I don't want some <laughs> smart-ass psychologist well, technically, correcting you. you. You dream three to four times a night. And you're... Yes, I know I dream. I don't remember my dreams. Okay. Maybe twice a year mm-hmm. will I have a dream that I actually remember. And it's usually something like when I wake up early in the morning and I go back to sleep, but I'm, I'm almost having a waking dream. I remember those. Yeah. When I watched The Walking Dead and was watching zombie films with our friend, uh, my friend Jim here, I dreamed like every night. Huh. And the weird thing was only about one out of five of them were actually frightening the dreams themselves. Were they all about zombies though? No. No? Hmm. I had like dreams of flying. I had like sexy dreams. I had like personal fulfillment <laughs> wow. style, like just, advent, you know, dream, just, just huh. like general positive dreams. And I did have like one out of five was a shit as scary as hell won't wake up with like the catapult <gasps> you know I believe they call those nightmares yeah i had not yeah one out of five are nightmares thank you i'm like i'm like what's <laughs> what the, do you call those bad dreams what's the opposite of eskimo describing snow <laughs> i've you know eskimos have 40 different words to describe snow no, i'm a man that doesn't dream so i don't you know oh like, gotcha yeah. I'm, I'm like a, a tropical person trying to describe snow it's like yeah what's it's the dreams that make you feel bad and sweaty um so yeah but so i don't know what the hell and as soon as i stopped watching the walking dead um after a week or two i stopped dreaming again wow stopped remembering my dreams it's that good of a show it's inspired you to dream now i i say the walking dead is kind of mediocre yeah or, me too. you know on the upper edges of mediocre sure. good, good not great but for whatever reason that new stimulus of dread <laughs> and I wish people quit texting me. Let me put my phone on mute. But that that new experience made me um, uh, kind of open to those. Ex- I don't know. It's like whether it's huh. that new stimulus um, propelled my self conscious and my subconscious rather to you know process this and try to make sense of it. I don't know. But I'm wondering if like I watch Walking Dead this year, if it'll do the same thing, or if I just watch horror movies once a week, if it would eventually I'd get used to that and stop stop dreaming again. 
it's an experiment. Do you, do, you, do you dream on a regular basis? No. I I can't remember the last time I had a dream that I remembered. Maybe we're just too sane. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, of my girlfriends, I can, like, I can kind of rank their sanity. Oh, boy. By how oh, frequently boy. they Let's told me about the there. dreams. And, like, some of the craziest girls I were with actually would blame me for shit. They would wake up mad at me. <laughs> like, if I cheated on them in a dream, yeah. they would wake up and be in a pissy mood the whole day. What the About hell? what I did in dream. What the hell? And they, like, they would... Acknowledge it that it was crazy, but they still were so wrapped up in it that they felt that. And not only is it crazy, it's them creating it. Yeah. You're the one creating that scenario. Why get mad at me? Yeah, right. So (laughs) she's like, I knew what you were doing in that dream. I'm like, (laughs) You made me do it. Yeah, you crazy bitch. All right. So um, you got another topic? I have some uh, feedback from the Don. There we go. That'll round out the cast. All right. Um, He actually. You you do a much better English accent than me. Oh, not you, tonight, man. You don't have the strength to no, do it? Oh, no. come on. Give us a Scottish brogue. I can't, dude. I can't. I, I, I wish I could. A I jolly British accent. I don't have the power. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> you fucking bastard. I don't. I can't do it. First of all, yeah, we're both sick, and Mustafa wrote this in all caps. So I just want to shout it, like, like I want to. I Please wanna, don't. I have. I, I want to read this in like uh, you know King Leonidas from Three Hundred. <laughs> you know, Mustafa. Yeah, <laughs> this is Mustafa's car. Um, what was the Mustafa Corners uh, theme music? I, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Do one. No, just make it on the fly every time. Mustafa's <laughs> corner. That was it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Go. So there's your theme song. That's kind Stafa. of a weak version, but hey, we're um, sick. Maybe next week we'll read it in the English accent. This week we don't have the mojo. I'm yeah, I horrible at accents. In fact, for entertainment value, I'm going to try a Jolly British accent. <laughs> oh, no, boy. Here we go. Dear Blue Yonder, pre-order bonuses are getting nuts. It has gotten <laughs> to the point that you have to pre-order the game to get the full content on day one. Look at Killzone 3. Or toi, for example, <laughs> you pre-order the game, you what? get to chill zone two map pack. Wait, dude. No, that's I'm rolling. Every, that's every accent on the planet mixed together. <laughs> hey, hey, you get he gets he asked for the jolly British accent. I'm trying my best at fan service here. Oh my god. Okay, go. All right. You gets the kill zone to map pack. <laughs> but if you decided you didn't want the pre-order the game, but eventually got it after its launch, you have to pay extra for that map pack that was available on day one. Oh, cracking my shit up. <laughs> it's getting worse. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> sure as shit. The new Mortal Kombat game has different characters are exclusive pre-order bonuses for different stores. Unless they decided to release all of these characters down the line as DLC, <laughs> the only way to get all of the characters is to pre-order a bunch of copies of this game from every store that's offering a character. L-O Jolly L, Staffa. Oh, script. Can you read this in a jive British accent? Wow. I try. No, he cannot. No, obviously <laughs> I can't. That is proven fact. I can't. I am the Kevin Costner podcast <laughs> host. We, we should ring up Kevin Costner, email him, see if he'll read that in a jolly British accent. <laughs> oh, God. That would be amazing. You know what? If I ever meet Kevin Costner, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep this on saved on my phone, and I'm going to ask him <laughs> to read it and record it. Or just see if he could give us a bumper for a show. Yeah. Like I want I'm Kevin Costner. Welcome to Blue Yonder. I want to. I tell him to give him three. I want three versions. I want an English accent, Scottish, a a a, a Boston accent, yeah, oh, and I want yeah. a Southern accent, so I can <laughs> showcase all three of his failures. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But getting getting to the Don's corner here, I totally agree. And when I read this thing about Mortal Kombat, I almost popped a vein. Um, yeah, I can ridiculous. scarcely believe. Like, it was already bullshit. I remember there was a um, Star Wars game. Or no. what was Soul some Calibur. Sort of Soul Calibur where one, yeah, well, if you had one Xbox, had you had Vader, and PlayStation 3 had Yoda. Other way around. Other way around? Green did, and black. Did they ever fix that? Uh, what do you mean fix did that? Did they ever release that as DLC so you could get both eventually? I think they did, but um, I'm not sure. Because stuff so. is like, I'm against unlockable shit 
Uh-huh. Um, and if you have DLC that like adds to the game, fine. But working to unlock stuff for a guy with my schedule just pisses me off. I hate to have to play a bunch of stuff to get the full value of the game. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, one... this is really like a whole show topic, right? Because we can go into talking about DLC that's released a day after the game is released. So they obviously, or, or DLC that's released a day after the game is released, and it's not a download. It's just a code to unlock stuff that's already on the disc. Right. And like, we, we could talk about that. We could talk about. And we kind of bitched about this one in, in relation to Rock Band 3, because they had all the different, different yeah. regional bundles. And mm-hmm. and we ended up, because we pre-ordered it from uh, GameStop, we got the, like the like a Beatles pack and a Doors pack and something yeah. else that for free. It does. It's like they... I know they're encouraging pre-orders and day one sales, but it mm-hmm. seems um, – and that's fine. But what doesn't seem right is giving it exclusives to stores and then there's – I mean you're right. If you want every playable character, yeah. you're going to have to what? Download – you're going to have to buy it from five different places? Or maybe even you can't get it all unless – oh, unless you pre-order the game six times? Yes. Yeah, you can't – that's not feasible at all. No. It's ridiculous. I think anything they – if they want to do a, a like a pre-order bonus, they should either have one for all the stores that they're pre-ordering for or do the rest of them as downloadable content after the fact. All right. Um, I You know, I guess well, he mentioned this example of uh, Killzone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't – if you got it after its launch, you'd have to pay for stuff that's free. It's like – yeah. That's not quite as bad. I mean, don't yeah, get me wrong. It's, bull, it, it's, it's bullshit. But at least you can get the material. I they're they're trying to get you to buy it on day one. And there's very – I'm a capitalist, so I believe you should be able to incentivize people from do, for doing stuff. But sure. it just seems wrong to like you know, arbitrarily divide up a market and say, well, you guys get this stuff and you guys get that stuff and you guys get that stuff. Well, I actually think it sucks uh, the Killzone 3 thing or Killzone 2 thing with um, – for the people who bought who pre-ordered it because they were supposed to get this cool bonus thing and then well I can go 6 weeks later and just buy it as downloadable content and that's kind of bullshit like if I pre-order I want to have something special permanently cuz it no longer is special once you get DLC that just gives it to anybody who didn't pre-order well but if they do it like 3 months I mean that's probably what they do when nobody cares about the game anymore yeah yeah and they're pulling this shit with Mortal Kombat which that's kind of lost a lot of luster Sure. I sure. mean, with the you yeah, know, they're trying to do a revival of it, right? But they're doing that by fragmenting their base. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's like I haven't I haven't seen the, the 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 characters to see if it's actually something worth like on the Yoda Vader type level. But I don't know. I'm I'm really totally against all this. Like this this smacks of shit that they pulled in the the uh, mid '90s for comic books. Where they started manufacturing number one releases of everything just, you know, to cash in on people collecting. Mm, yeah. And then when that wasn't enough, it's like, okay, uh, we've got eight X-Men books now. And they've all had their number ones. And now we're going to make another and it's going to have five different cover variants. Yeah. Buy them all. Yeah, yeah. And it's like eventually people say enough is enough. These products aren't good to justify this. And the bottom drops off and crap. And I don't yeah. know – it seems like it's a, that marketing and companies have this tragedy of the common thing where it's not enough to just keep doing what they're doing and make fat stacks of cash. Mm-hmm. They have to keep maximizing, keep maximizing until they cross the event horizon yeah. and they just lose the market entirely. Yeah, yeah. And nobody wants to have anything to do with that genre or that particular style of thing. Yeah, no, the comic books, I mean – it's a good parallel. Uh, it ties in with our episode, and it's exactly what happened. Like, they over-marketed this stuff and tried to over-maximize their profits, and the bottom did drop out of comic books. I mean, nobody oh, yeah. read comic books Ma- for I mean, years. Mar- it's Mar- just Marvel now and, coming back. Marvel and DC came damn close to being bankrupt. Yeah, so uh, I could definitely see something like that happening in the video game era. Because that's the spectrum. thing. It's like, things that are exclusive are cool as long as they yeah. are exclusive. But if everybody's doing... Ex- it's kind of like the Incredibles motto. If everybody is super, then no one is. If yeah. everybody's giving exclusive content, then it's not really exclusive anymore because everybody's freaking doing it. There's nothing special about it. It's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. 
you know. It becomes something to complain about rather than brag about. Right. And, like, people will collect things that are worth collecting. But if you just make a mm-hmm. bunch of crap that nobody cares about, then people are going to stop collecting and even stop. And and since then the collection aspect becomes a detriment. Yeah. And people stop, you know, playing the game. And, I mean, this has started with, like, even special editions of games. Right. Um, like, back when Halo was first coming out, they'd have, like, the special... Tin collector, like tin box collector's edition, or one that came in a non-functional Master Chief helmet. Yeah, ones that gives you a cat helmet. But yeah, you get stuff like that in the Bioshock figurines, that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Which some of those things are cool, but some of them are cool. But then you jump the shark eventually. Yep. You get to the point where the, the things that you're giving away are so meaningless and stupid that right. nobody cares about them, and they stop buying them. And they're super expensive. Like there was yeah. a uh, Call of Duty Black Ops mm-hmm. or Modern Warfare Black Ops that came with a functional but miniature pair of night vision goggles. <laughs> but the damn thing was like $200. Cat goggles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted night vision goggles, you could go to like, you know, Gander Mountain and yeah. buy night vision goggles for like 50 bucks or something well it's probably more than that but yeah, like well, why would you buy a special version and buy a miniature one that you can like wear in one eye like a patch yeah yeah um so and i actually find that i got to that point really quickly dvds where mm-hmm. if my dvds came in a custom case mm-hmm. i actually threw it out and put it in a custom in, in, in a standard dvd case with a standard dvd sleeve because it mm. fit better in my shelf you know, it's like I bought yeah. DVD shelves to fit DVDs, and now I got this thing that's in a tin case, and it's, like, too thick for it. Yeah. Or it's yeah. too tall to fit in it. Mm-hmm. It's like, bullshit. I don't like that. Yeah. Or, you know, these things where you, the, the, what it drives me crazy about Blu-rays is I have to take it out of a sleeve and then undo these little oh, side yeah. latches. Those side latches are freaking stupid. I what? break those things off instantly, <laughs> and I throw away the sleeve. Good. I don't care how cool it looks if it's got that, you know, 3D thing. Yeah. I don't understand why people do this because, you know, Peter talked about this about unboxing last week mm-hmm. about, well, sometimes the packaging is significant. It's cool. I'm, I guess I'm a utilitarian guy. I just want packaging to hold my shit yeah, and keep it from getting dinged up during travel. I mean, I appreciate some, some production value in it. Some good art. But anything usually. above the actual art, like, I don't care if it's embossed or if it's, you know. Yeah. Uh, the I do kind of like the metal tins on games. Those are kind of neat. Um, as long as they're not a hassle to open. Like, I like the ones that fold open, mm. like a regular DVD case. Mm-hmm. But the ones where you've got, like, basically a box where you've got to open up this tin compartment and, uh, it's annoying. Yeah. I don't know. Because, I, like, I was really excited to get the... Three three edition Toy Story Blu-ray collection, mm-hmm. but then I found that it came in a literal toy box, just the size of a fucking shoebox, <laughs> and it had ten discs in it. Because what? Yeah, well, you you can't buy a Blu-ray without getting the DVD edition and the downloadable <laughs> edition. So three movies, you're looking at nine, nine, discs. and then add a third, a tenth disc, For just bonus, bonus. features, yep. uh, which was bullshit. And then and then I looked and and the toy box was literally filled with foam, and the discs are spaced about an inch apart. <laughs> I want that damn thing on my bookshelf. Yeah, right. Hell no. I want three Blu-rays and a bonus disc of features, and I want it to be in one single case. Yeah, normal size case. Yep. They can do that. I've oh, got yeah. like I've got packaging where they all that the, they make that shit fit. Oh yeah, definitely. So anyway, that's anyway. my two cents. Are we juiced out? I, yeah, we're juiced out. I'm, my voice is juiced out. I you're, can't talk you're, anymore. You're, you're literally at your, your casting limit. I am. Casting capacity has been reached. Well, uh, if you'd like to vent some nerd rage about comic books and horror movies and sex box uh, cunnilingus controllers, uh, where would you do that, Jim? Uh, dude. Do I have to Do I have to carry you? You're, you're carrying me on the outro. All right. All right. I'm not going to leave you behind. You're even going to say my name at you, the end. You need to, you need to say... <laughs> you need to, oh we didn't do an intro sure we did did we kinda I didn't say Aaron people eh. don't know it's again they don't know who the jackass is uh, that's fine they don't know me. who the sick disgusting one is it's fine with me um all right so you can get us email at uh, blue yonder at baldmove dot com you can visit us on Twitter at twitter dot com slash baldmove <laughs> you can get to our Facebook account uh, by either searching for Bald Move on Facebook or hitting the little Facebook icon on baldmove.com or especially visit our forums at forums.baldmove.com. There's stuff being posted there every day. Um, it's the best way to get in contact and yak with your fellow fans. Um, and also, uh, again, 
the ways you can help us, give us some uh, five-star reviews on iTunes. Give us some written reviews. Um, you can tell friends that you enjoy our cast. Um, you can keep listening to our <laughs> I'm really trailing yeah, off, just gonna off I'm not the I'm not drone the outro on. guy I'm not the outro guy tonight either I'm sorry so listeners you know what you can do to help us out we appreciate every bit of it we love the expanded feedback we're getting informed participation keep it up next week we're going to have a little PAX preview because yes. we've got some cool stuff going on we'll talk about where you can find Jim and I Jim and I at the uh, at PAX, we yeah, got, and then the week after that, we're off to we are, PAX. We are at PAX. We're going to be in uh, Boston. I guess we're going to try to pa- do a little casting from PAX. Yeah, I've, I'd like to if we yeah. can. We're going to rock our rock band microphones and yeah, <laughs> be casting on my the Lenovo tank or the, the tank. Uh, so you got that to look forward to. So uh, until next time, I'm A Rod Hubbard, and he is Jim Jones. Ciao.